0: Part six, we we pick up on part six here. Drawing nigh is like God's goodness on steroids. I thought that was interesting when the Lord revealed that to me, because I always look down on steroids. I don't look down on the people, but I do look down on the drug. But God wanted to make a point to us. And steroids are a man-made version of chemicals known as hormones or artificial hormones that are made naturally. Hormones are made naturally in the body, but the steroid is an artificial one. But boy, they give you a boost from what I understand. Hormones are chemical substances that act like messenger molecules in the body. As we're coming into the knowledge of God's goodness, the whole book, all of the entire word, is acting like a steroid now. It's acting like... um. It's acting like uh, the, the strength to wherever you're weak. And that's what steroids do. They become messengers to areas in the body that are weak. And it strengthens areas in the body. And that's exactly what the goodness of God is doing for us. Areas that are weak are being so strengthened, and I can really testify Areas, both physically and spiritually, my goodness, naturally, every everything about me, I, I tell you, I, I feel that I'm under such an umbrella of God's word where it's not just what's coming into my ears, but it's bringing forth the fruit of what I'm hearing. It, it, it's become a steroid, the goodness of the Lord, because of the, the the understanding of how he affects us in the place of agreement with him. He affects our minds in such a manner; it's so powerful. And and I want you to know that any battle you might have in your life is the battleground for it. Is the mind when the mind can't see, neither can agree with what God is saying. That that that's really that's a place of demise. That's a place of defeat. To be honest with you, when the mind is not in agreement with what God is saying, there. There really is no victory. The battle that goes on is the battle of the mind, and that's where the Lord chose to really store all of Him, all of Himself. For all of the fruit of the Spirit is found in goodness, and so therefore, knowing that, knowing that, we 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 obviously come into a place of absolute uh, healing. When God is able to affect the mind it it, it acts like a a steroid, it it, it gives us a strength and a power that we weren't maybe walking in prior to the goodness of God. So after being made in one part of the body, they travel to other parts of the body where they help control how cells and organs do their work. For example, insulin is a hormone that's made by the beta cells in the pancreas. When we're drawing nigh, which we left off on, when we're drawing nigh unto God, uh, God releases the full message. He releases the the, the word that we need as we're coming close to him. And as we're coming close and as the ax is laid at the root and we're drawing into him, we have no interference for this goodness to work. There's nothing that can stop it. Somebody say amen if you're listening.
1: Amen, amen. Amen.
0: All right now there's nothing that can stop the goodness of God. There's absolutely nothing. You have the axe at the root, you have the word of God being revealed and the fruit of the fruit the work of the spirit is now able to do what it's supposed to do without interference. It's it's just doing great things. So as you begin to read a scripture that reveals God's mindset concerning your situation His goodness becomes a hormone to heal and to balance whatever it is that you need done. And that's powerful. Having the goodness or the rhema of God's goodness, the understanding that my mind needs to be affected, and I don't need any interferences from that. I don't need any. And understanding that at the base here gives you the ability to go into the word and grab out what it is you need. Find out what God is saying about your circumstance. Finding out. Now, this is the most balanced way of doing that that I've ever known as a Christian in almost my 30 years of Christendom. I've never known such a balance like this to to, to realize the goodness of God to where when my mind is saying yes and amen, I'm in the right posture or the right position to absolutely bring forth the fruit of what I need. And it's like a, a hormone. It's like a, it's like a steroid. The goodness of God becomes our steroid. And it sends messages to areas in us that are deficit. It sends the message as we read a logos and logos matriculates over into the place of Rama concerning anything we might be going through. It's truly powerful. It's truly awesome. All right, Matthew 17, 19 through 21. Watch this here. It says, then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, why could we not cast him him out? And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have a faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible to you. Howbeit, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. At this particular time when we've got this text, we just had learned from Elder Allison that a mountain means anything that rears itself against us. A mountain is whatever problem might come our way. Whatever, whatever situation that might have been thwarted by the enemy or by circumstances of the world or what have you, that becomes a mountain. So that tells me that there's access. Jesus said, I could say unto this mountain, whatever rears itself against me, that I should be in position to be able to speak to it and it would obey and move to yonder place. That means I could, I have ability to move wherever the word Wherever, whatever whatever the understanding that I need to come into. We know that being under Rhema gives us power in every direction anyhow, but God has now added logos to this thing to give you its precise understanding or the precise mindset in any said situation you might be facing. Where God now is saying, go ahead, read up on how I feel about disease and read up about how I feel about giving and receiving. Check out what I have to say about it. Let me affect your mind and watch how it sends a message to you that gives you another dimension of speaking.
1: Mm, bless God. It
0: gives you another place to speak from because you hear my mind concerning your circumstance. Hallelujah. So now when we just learned, like I said, that mountains are anything that rear themselves. This confirms that with the rainbow of God's goodness, We can find what we need in his word and speak to the mountain and have, speak to what rears against you and have it removed. But you can't do it just because you read the scripture. It has to affect the mind. There has to be a genuine agreement there with what you just read. You can't force feed your agreement, unfortunately, and that's what they tried to do over the years, but it doesn't work. But when the ax is laid at the root, the agreement of God is very simple. We walk in it in a different way. Because I have nothing, you have nothing in which can hinder that belief. We see in Mark 4 how the cares, the, the deceitfulness of riches, these things come in. And what do they do? They choke the word. They choke what you've heard. So how, if they're choked, can you be in agreement with what they said? When Kairos is established, we are always in the right position. And Kairos is established, my goodness, when, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Kairos is established by by the goodness of the Lord. When goodness is on you, you are in due season. You enter into a Kairos place to where everything now is possible. There's nothing impossible to us. God himself is backing us when we're established and under the goodness. When we're established under his goodness, two examples of his goodness being on steroids and at full strength. And I remember this, this is so, this was so good. Even when I went over the notes again, it just, it man, it just, it elevated me again in first Corinthians six, two and three. This is where I really got the the, the the message of the goodness of God being on steroids. I was going through some things and, 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 and certain things were transpiring. And the Lord sent me to this scripture. He said, go over here. And I read 1 Corinthians 6, 2 and 3. And it really didn't really hit home at first because it wasn't where I'm used to or accustomed to being in my studies. Because in the study, I hear. I keep hearing More and more, I get fragments and we hear more and more. This was a little outside of the study. So it reads like this. Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? How much more things that pertain to this life? So at first I read it and I was like, well, it doesn't really hit home, Lord. And he said, read it again. So I read it again. And then it started to to kick in. I was just talking to him about situations in my life. Then he's now revealing to me that I would judge the things that pertain to this life. Then I looked up the word judge in the Greek, and it means decide. That I would condemn. That I could sentence. I could summon it to trial. That I could examine what's going on around me. And then he would give me the ability to pass judgment upon the very thing that's been trying to plague me. See, his goodness supported this this, this word. It lifted it to a level from logos to rhema to where it made me understand, oh, wow, he affected my mind saying, you already have power over these things. I've already given you power to judge, to condemn the things that pertain to this life. I've given you the anointing, goodness lifted there. It became like a shot, a steroid in me. And I started to realize something. I said, wait a minute, I'm sitting here waiting for you to move it, but you're telling me that you've empowered me to move it, to condemn it, to decide I get to be the judge. I decide whether it stays or whether it goes. I'm That's the one God. that passed sentence upon this. And it was the goodness of God that lifted me. He That's affected my mind to come into agreement with the true power that I really hold because of him. And that made the difference. And that turned the tide, that turned That turned. The, 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 the everything into my favor. And I loved hearing it like that. So then I realized, wait a minute, This goodness supports and causes every word to lift like a steroid would. Every word that I need is already at work for me. Because if I read it, he affects my mind. I now have power, power to speak, power to change it. There's an anointing ready to support. Because I don't have any interference. I don't have anything telling me different. I don't have an enemy. I feel like Christ so much lately that I have not, there's nothing in me which to draw. I really feel this way. Because i my ground has been changed. I, there's been a tremendous soil adaptation that's gone on that even that's been beyond what I've ever known. So now, like I said, I was facing some things and I was in prayer asking the Lord to aid me. So he told me to go to that scripture that I just read to you. I read the scripture, like I said, but it didn't really line up with the current study. I read it again and then he quickened me on the fact that he was giving me his goodness. He was giving me his mindset. The rhema on his goodness was, like I said, a steroid shot in my soul. And it caused me to understand I can judge these situations I have power to condemn sentence and pass judgment his goodness made me see that I had power over the mountains of my life this is what it means to have his goodness on steroids because of drawing nigh to him Jesus became goodness to all that needed him no matter what their circumstance was All of the hormones of the father were flowing in him so he could deal with every and any mountain with ease. Here's another one in Philippians chapter four, verses 15 through 19. Hopefully this is a shot, a steroid for someone that might need it. It says, now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit, oh glory, that may abound to your account. But I have all in abound. <laughs> I am full having received of Ephroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I remember this, I was in fellowship with Elder Allison. We were fellowshipping and we were talking and we both had the, the, the similar, uh, 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 so we, we both had a similar kind of, uh, not a negative testimony, but, a, but just a similar uh, thought. You know, but we were looking at sometimes looking at she was doing it on her own, I was doing it on my own. And when we got into fellowship, we fell into a place where we understood hey, I was just saying the same thing. I don't earn enough to, to really come out of debt. Then the Lord really hit, showed me that, draw, that drawing nigh uh, places as in Kairos and causes goodness to work like a steroid. And I be- already got that in me. So I went to this scripture. I literally went to the scripture. I don't even know. I got to give uh, tribute to the Holy Spirit because I don't believe I guide myself, but it wasn't one of those things that I got quickened. I just went to the scripture. Then the goodness of the Lord once again lifted the scripture, what should have been a logos, it became a rhema because of the goodness hmm. of the Lord. That's the mind bad. of God said to us, It is not what you earn that supplies your needs. Oh, hallelujah. It's what you sow that causes me to supply you for your Thank you, Jesus. We then began to rejoice because God literally gave us a yes. And I mean, listen, I mean us. I needed to hear that myself. He gave us his thoughts on the matter and goodness was like a steroid right into the word. It affected our minds. Now, the Bible says, that he said he would supply all of our need, meaning he would take care of our requirements or whatever we're destitute of, whatever we're lacking and whatever we want. Now, our minds have now shifted. Our minds have shifted. And yes, because God. our minds have shifted, the situation has shifted. Mm-hmm. His goodness truly enabled us and gives us access to all of his mind, people when we need it, wherever we need it. Mountains don't stand a chance. Draw nigh, get close to, join unto him. And we learned how to draw, draw nigh, we learned how to join. We learned it. When we follow after that which is good, his goodness will then turn and follow after us. Trust me. And it follows just- us with a violent intention. It follows us to vanquish all of our enemies, physical, mental, spiritual, even financial enemies will all, they will all fall. So that we learned about that. And that thing has been a part of me uh, since the Lord ministered to me that way. I'm not just sitting around waiting for the dust to clear and for things to happen. God has given me the anointing and the giving you the anointing to go on the offensive, to go on the offensive. When Jesus breathed on the 70 and, and they went, he put them on the offensive. He breathed on them. And what happened to them? They had the mindset of authority over sickness, disease, death itself, demons. They had this the mindset shifted. So they went out on the offensive doing great
1: exploits. Uh-huh.
0: And God, when goodness is on you, when he breathes on you, God is saying, listen, stop being on the defensive side of the ball. Run the ball, score the touchdown, go ahead, move forward and watch your life change, but not from a defensive position. Goodness gives you the power, uh, 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 the anointing to really become offensive minded. That you're saying, "Okay, I'm going to go ahead and move forward with this. Let me see what God has to say about it. Goodness becomes your own personal profit anytime you need a word or you can go in the word and hear what God says. Hear the prophecy of what God is thinking concerning whatever you're going through. It becomes your personal profit at all times. No matter what you're going through. Because you understand his goodness and you have the fruit of his goodness. You can repair your world. You can change your world. You don't have to lay there. You don't have to. Why would you ever lay there? Why would you ever stand there gazing when Jesus said it is finished? Why would we stand still when the work is already done? The goodness of God reveals that. It elevates us to that place. But I I still have to preach what God has given me. I still see what divides us coming into part seven. I still understand what's dividing many of us and and a lot of the body. And I won't stop teaching this until the body gets a hold of it so they can experience that we can experience Christ in all, not some, but all of his glory. Developing God's goodness is easy for them that receive. This is part seven and this is the end of our, our, our mini balance, but not even close to the end of our series. James four and eight says, draw nigh to God. Here it is again. And he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners and purify your hearts. You double-minded. Drawing nigh handles all that. Nigh means to approach, to come near or to join one thing to another. I had to reflect back on the, on, on, on the series on peace Because in the series on peace, we saw what what, what real drawing nigh was and what the deeper joining was. Again, I state to you without regret that the Lord revealed the axe being laid at the root was what really kind of separates us from God the Father. Well, we activated what the Lord had revealed to us as being the draw nigh effect because of the axe being laid at the root. And yes, it's by way of our honor. It's by way of letting go of the substance in which we hold to. Yeah, there's a difference there. I'm only preaching what's taken place from the beginning of time, that when men would disregard what they have on earth, they would receive what God has from heaven. It's been that way forever. It's nothing new. I'm not speaking things that that, that are just old. Out of the box. No, this is just the way it's always been.
1: That Best God has
0: set that up to keep us from ever being bound by this world. He did it for, 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 like I said, from the very beginning. We've unlocked the benefits of His goodness as a result of that. The axe being laid at the root every time we honor has developed the correct root system. Hear me now, in our lives, Christ's root system is growing stronger and stronger mm-hmm. in us. I'm a witness. I'm dead serious, I'm a witness. Isaiah 11 and 10 says this, and in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentile seek, and his rest shall be glorious. Hmm. To it, to what? To the root shall the Gentiles seek. We know that the root is Christ. We know that the root is Jesus. But here in Isaiah 11 and 10, he calls Jesus an it. He calls him the root. He wants us <coughs> to understand. Get connected to the right root system. Get connected to it. Jesse means the father of David. We know him as the father of David and, the, and the, I believe the son of Boaz. All right? Uh, uh, but he, it, it also means the name Jesse means I possess. The root meaning of Jesse in the Hebrew is there is substance or existence. So getting to the root will reveal to you that he possesses. Roots in the natural possess the nourishment to strengthen whatever tree is being upheld by them. All of the nourishment is coming from the root and goes up. It goes up into the tree, xylem and phloem, are, are moving because of being, because of the roots, all right? The roots are causing an upward flow, which brings down what comes from the light and all the sustenance from the top goes all the way back down to the root. It stores in the root and the root continues to give it what it needs. The root possesses. Amen. The root possesses. Oh, somebody's got to hear that. Just like being in the wrong root, it possesses. It possesses, I'm hearing something different as I say that. It possesses, I'm hearing that it it possesses a different mindset. It possesses us to walk in a different mindset. The root of Jesse possesses us to walk in the right mindset. Oh, God. Jesus being revealed as the root of Jesse is letting us know he is the root that possesses all that we will ever need. The root of Jesse, which is Christ, is fully manifested when we, as his people, honor with our substance. Listen, let me tell you why. For when we honor with our substance, we are thoroughly disconnected from the root of this world, the love of regard for money, which leads to all evil. And grafted, listen, we are then grafted thoroughly into Christ's very existence. Is that word? Existence. That's what it means. As we continue to honor the Lord with our substance, we reap the substance that's in Jesse's root, which is Christ himself. Listen, the spiritual effect of honoring and sowing is astounding. The spiritual effect is astounding.
1: That's God.
0: It's astounding, people of God. This is a a call into the realm of the spirit without any hindrance. Let me show you what I mean. Let me show you. Being connected to the root causes goodness to develop without effort. Watch this. In Mark 4, 16 through 20. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus.
1: Oh, God. These,
0: these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground when they have heard the word please please listen please listen this is going to bless you i promise when they have heard the word they immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves and so endure but for a time afterward when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake immediately they are offended And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. I want to submit to you right now that verse 19 speaks directly to the root of this world. The deceitfulness of riches, that's easy to see. The lust of other things, that one's kind of hidden. Because we would never equate the lust of other things to being connected to, to money. But the love of money or the regard for money is the stem or the root of not some evil, all evil. So lust of all kinds is still, if there be any, anywhere, there's still a connection to your money. I'm telling you the God's honest truth. And what happens as a result of that, it's because sometimes when we do not honor God with our substance, what takes place is the connection is still there. So the, 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 the results may not come in a financial way, but they're coming in a way where evil is still connecting. Why? Because you're still connected to the wrong root. And what happens is it chokes the word and it becometh unfruitful. Verse 20, and these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Now, it's interesting. I did a study, as the Lord told me to, on the three words heard, hear, and hear. In verse 16, they heard. The Greek word for heard is akeo. It means to be endowed with the faculty of hearing. Watch this now. Verse 18 means to hear, akeo, same exact Greek word, to be endowed with the faculty of hearing. Now, honestly, I thought that the words would be different because verse 20 is those that hear and bring forth. The word hear in verse 20 is to, akeo, means to be endowed with the faculty of hearing. Watch me now, don't lose me. The word endowed means provide with a quality or ability. The word faculty means an inherent metal, but we'll look at that part later perhaps. It means an inherent metal or physical power. Inherent means characteristics or attributes. So now all of them were given the same exact ability. The breakdown is between all of them, God provided his ability and characteristics to give, to, the, to, to give the hearer his mental perception or understanding to the word. So God gave them the power to heal. I mean, to hear. He filled them with the same hearing that he has. Amen. It is God's characteristics in all three cases.
1: Thank they God. all
0: had it. They all had it, but the, the only one that could hang with it was verse 20, because they had good ground, meaning they were in the right root. Verse, it becomes very plain in verse 16 and 17. It tells you here in verse seventy they had no root in themselves. They did not have Jesse. They didn't have that. So they, they were endowed with the faculty of hearing, but my God, they couldn't bring forth because of the fact that they were under the wrong root system.
1: Hallelujah, Jesus.
0: They were in the wrong route. So every time they would get excited when they heard, they were ready to run with it, but only could go so far. Why? Because they were still being fed What's the wrong cool? nourishing, uh, a rhetoric from the world. So that would come in and
1: dominate and choke the word. And the word would then, which came in being fruitful, it would now become unfruitful.
0: That's why we burn out as Christians. That's why we have no sticktudiveness, other than the fact that we we've been blessed with the gift of, of, of eternal life connected. But in terms of seeing kingdom, in terms of watching God be God and watching the glory of God on our lives, we burnout we have no stick-to-itiveness because the ground is wrong because why is the ground wrong because the root system's wrong so they endure but for a time come on if i'm talking to you then hear this they also endure until the cares start to rise up deceitfulness of riches lust of other things i don't care what it is cares of this world whatever persuades us man whatever draws us whatever takes us out of the mindset of god and the reason why it's able to is because we're in the wrong at times so many times the wrong root system all were endowed with the faculty of hearing every one of them but only the verse 20 folks that had good ground. What kind of ground is good? The ground that where the mind is affected in agreement. But not just that. It's the ground where they receive. Oh, there it is. The reason why we can't receive is because we're plugged into the wrong root system. You can't serve God and mammon. You can't have both root systems flowing. But when you do, listen. You think you do, listen, listen. Only them that receive that receive, the word receive means to make that word their own. They take it as their own, why? because they're not connected to another root system telling them that there's another source or that you can have this or you can walk in that, you can lust for this, you can do that. Yeah, you go ahead. And the cares of this life, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things, the lust of other things, the lust of other things, come on, enter and choke out what you thought you had and what you thought you had, you really don't. Wrong root system. But you hear on Sunday, you a boss even on Monday, but come Tuesday, Wednesday, boy, there it goes. It's starting to fade. There it goes, starting to fade. Why? Because you're being nourished by the wrong root system. Endowed with the faculty what? of hearing, though, you a bad mamma jamma. You can hear. But how long and how fruitful is that hearing? In verse 20, it says that. These are they which are sown on good ground. They were in the right root system. I feel the Holy Ghost. They saw his existence. They saw that he possessed what they needed. The deceitfulness, cares, and lust weren't there to stop those verse 20 dwellers. It wasn't there to stop manifestation at all. They were truly in the right root system. They were in Jesse, who we know to be Christ Jesus. They that received, listen, They that receive make what they have heard their own. They are endowed with God's ability. They are endowed with God's efficiency. They bring forth. I got an Easter egg for you. Here's an Easter egg. That means a a, a clue to what's coming. In Philippians 2 and 13, watch this right here. Watch the difference here. It says in Philippians 2 and 13, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. All right, watch this. This is what happens to verse 20 dwellers. They that receive, they that are not being nourished by a a foreign root system. When you're not nourished by the wrong root system, this is verse uh, Philippians 2.13 comes alive. God worketh. The word worketh means to be at work or to put forth power. It means to be efficient. I told you in the beginning of this, this this, this particular was, uh, it was called how it's easy for them that receive to develop God's goodness. It's easy. Watch this. God worketh in you. Now, you know it's easy. The word efficient means achieving maximum productivity with minimum wasted effort. or expense now this proves mark four that god now worketh in it's easy hallelujah to develop the goodness of god why because i'm under the right root system I'm being nourished, just like a child would, being fed, milk, spoon fed, being milk fed by my mother. Listen, I'm just there receiving. That's all I do in the kingdom of God now. I lay at his feet. I receive. Why? Because I'm under the right root system. I don't have foreign things coming in, blocking the mindset of God here. Ah,
1: Ha! Glory uh be
0: to God. And it's easy. Why? Because God is working. He's working both in me, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. His efficiency is on me. Maximum productivity with minimum wasted effort.
1: Bless God.
0: It's really easy to develop goodness when you can receive goodness. That's the difference being a receiver being a real receiver making it my own and it's really simple because i'm not distracted by this world hallelujah i'm not distracted by it and so therefore it becomes simple and if i do get distracted watch this watch this because i'm connected to the root system of goodness because I'm in the right root system, watch this. If I do get distracted, it's following me. It's in pursuit for me. He said, I'll come up behind you. I'll affect your mind agreeably. And because you understand how to keep my root system flowing, what was will not choke out what I've done. It has been God's goodness following all of us, everyone. The difference is, does the goodness that comes up behind you when you fall behind, does it get choked out after a while? Or are you connected to the right root system so that it would stay and remain and bring forth fruit? It's my goal that there be no more Christians to go home before time. It's my goal that we as Christians live in the highest levels of achievement in this life. And in the next one, it's my goal that we all continue into eternal life. But it's nevertheless for us from now on because I understand something that I didn't understand before. I, even as a teacher of God's word, I understand that, man, I had it better than a lot of people. You want to know why? Because it was my job. It was my job to stay in the study. But I'm not living because it's my job no more. I'm living because I've got a key to the kingdom of God. I'm not living because I have to continue to study. No, no, no. I did that for quite a while. Didn't realize it. And I always blessed God because of it. Because it made me do what I had to do and it kept me connected to some points, but it was still getting choked out. In all the days I had to study, it was still getting choked out. Why? Because the ax was not fully at the root for me. But I'm telling you right now, this ax is at the root. My connection, my emotions are not controlled by what I have or what I don't have. Paul said it. I learned to abound and I learned to be a base. Yo, listen, I ain't studying it. If I'm in an abounding season, great. If I'm not, I'm good. Why? Because all my sufficiency, all my sufficiency is coming from Christ. In good times and bad, I'm still flatline level. I'm still good, man. Why? Because I've got the root system of Jesus, the root of Jesse flowing in me. so therefore I'm always in position, the position of power, to position to achieve maximum productivity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. So it's very easy to develop the goodness of God when you're in a position to receive. It's very easy to be efficient, achieving maximum productivity with minimum wasted effort or expense for that matter. Hallelujah. But you gotta ask yourself, am I really tapped in or am I those Christians that hear and heard but got the wrong root system. Is that who I am? Cuz if that's who I am, it ain't going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. It's really not going to cut. It. It's not going you're not going to achieve. You're not going to see. Come on, let's stop living beneath our privileges. Only thing he says is hey. He says, honor the Lord with thy substance. He says, just honor him. Honor me with your substance. Do you think he did it because he wants money? That is so far from the truth. He did it because he's trying to get you to experience him at the true level of who he is. Honor the Lord with thy substance. And with the first fruit of all of thine increase. Yeah. Why? Because I'll change your root system. You won't just be a hearer of my word. But you will bring forth. You will bring forth. Amen. I find it amazing. Every disciple he called. Every one of them. I'm, I'm closing. Every one of them had a different circumstance in life, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: every one of them every one of them some of them were professional this or professional that Peter and his brother I believe Andrew were fishermen and Matthew was a tax collector he was loaded he was so wealthy and everyone had a different call everyone had a different uh, a livelihood if you will right some were rich some were in debt but the whole but but, but the but, but the uh The prerequisite was the same. Whatever you've got, leave it and follow me. I've I've really thought about this, man, Uh, uh, taking time watching The Chosen and reading the word and just seeing it and hearing it. And, and, And everyone had the same prerequisite. Follow me. They all left. Matthew left everything. Peter, all of them. They all left it. One dude came in, right, and tried to hold the bag. One guy tried to hold the bag. He tried to hold the bag and Jesus. One guy out of all that were called, he tried to hold on to that that money. Judas. And we all know his demise. You can't serve God in mammon. The prerequisite to follow is for all of us the same way. Don't let substance ever, ever rule you. And please check carefully into areas of your life that you might be struggling in, because the root of that problem is connected to how you Mm -hmm. honor or don't honor God. Guaranteed. You'll trace it. Elder Allison said something powerful. She said, you know, I found out something the other day. She said, I thought about a tree and its roots. She said, there's not just one root. I said, you got it. There are so many roots coming out from a tree, the average tree. And all, if you picture that in your mind, those roots are all all things that are, are, are deficits or problems, but it comes from one source, the regard for money. I don't know, just saying, but it's so powerful that one little move of honoring God as he purposes in your heart, and you give unto the Lord, that one move carries so much weight in the realm of the spirit.
1: That one move.
0: Such a ripple effect that goes on. For all of the roots at your base now start to become holy. All of the roots now start to become holy. So all of your weaknesses become strengths. Your physical changes. You start to receive differently. I'm telling you, From my own experience, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. It's easy to develop goodness, man, when you receive. But you can't properly receive and keep what you've heard being tapped into the wrong root system. Hey, glory be to God. I had more, but we're going to stop right there. I'm, I'm done right there. I'm gonna be done right there. All right. We'll, you can look at the notes from before when we got into letting logos speak and, and all of that. But I think the Lord has said what He needed to say for today. Yes, Jesus. We bless you. Hallelujah, Lord God. We bless you. Hallelujah. You. I, I need I need to say this because I'm that type of guy. I, I I I I don't really pull punches. I really don't. So I need to say this. I, I need you to, to, to stop thinking that if this is you thinking that, that I'm looking for something or that the ministry is looking for something from you, I need you to clear that, get that out of the Rolodex of your mind completely. I have been called with a message of finance almost from the beginning. My initial message in my base message is repentance. I'm speaking to you by the voice of God. You may hear money. I hear repent. I hear repentance. It is the goodness of the Lord that leadeth us unto repentance. The only thing I hear is how to get it right. How to turn and how to really, really walk with Jesus. I've had so many, so many miraculous moments in the kingdom of God and all a lot of those moments were I had no idea how or why what was was great but what is to come is going to be a thousand times greater and I'm going to be moving and doing with understanding God is causing my mind to be affected in agreement with him And I feel great because he's stripping me of everything that deals with this world. It's one thing, man, he's knocking them down. But it all started with that word honor. And it had nothing to do with money. It had nothing to do with it at all in reference to for me and growing or this. No, I'm seeking and I found. So it has nothing to do with trying to get the ministry in position for this or that. God's already got that. I received a prophecy yesterday that would make all of our heads spin about what's about to go down with us. So no, it's not that. Nope. I'm trying to get you your, your, your portion, which is Jesus. And I'm trying to get him his portion, which is you. I'm just bridging. That's all I'm doing. That's all I'm, I'm a middleman bridging you to the Lord. And that's what it's all about for me. Cause that's what I'm doing. That's where I'm going. So please, when I speak this, because this is going to be in my mouth. I don't know, boy, this is going to rest in my mouth for, uh, I mean, I think until he comes, because it's such a key to getting God's people in position. This world's power has to be laid at his feet. Has to be. He will have no other gods before him. And this world's power is its money. And I'm letting you know that I have no ill intent. Not one. And anybody that truly truly knows me knows I'm telling the truth. Amen. I have no ill intentions. Amen. That's all I've got to say. Father, your word is phenomenal. Your word is, there's nothing that compares to to your word. There's nothing, Lord Jesus. How you do what you do is mind-blowing all the time. It's so mind-blowing. But I thank you for it, and I thank you for changing our thinking. We're transformed by it. It is the place of our metamorphosis. And I thank you for changing us completely, for bringing us into change. I thank you Lord because the salvation in this house is pretty authentic. It's so real and it faces every problem. It's ready to destroy every yoke. The salvation in the house of true gospel ministries. It's phenomenal. And I'm grateful to be a part of it. I'm so grateful to be able to hear like this. I'm so grateful that you chose us to know you like this. I pray, Father, please. Don't give up on your people. You don't have to take from us and give to another. We'll get it. You keep speaking and we'll keep hearing. So stay with us, Master, please. Stay with us. Elevate us into that place. The secret place of the Most High where we can safely abide under the shadow of the almighty. Oh, and just fellowship with you. Just knowing you and hanging out with you. Watching, watching you do what you so, so desperately wanted to do for all these centuries. Glorify us, Lord, please, with your own self.
1: Mm, Yes, God.
0: Glorify us, Master, with yourself.
1: You're more than enough. You're more than enough, Jesus.
0: You are more than enough. You really are, Lord. Yes, you are. We receive you as our portion. We receive you. You are our portion. You are our inheritance. And, Master, you are more than enough. You always outdo. You always outdo the lust of other things. You always show yourself to be so much more valuable. No matter what it is in life, you always come to the forefront and cause us to stretch and reach toward you even more. That is your goodness. But now we're gonna reach and grab and attain and never lose it again. Thank you for severing us, Master.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Amen, Or Amen. Amen.
0: Uh, Evangelist Darrell, can you uh, come to the forefront real quick? You, you, the, the, yes, there's something awesome. that God... We're about to sow. We're about to give. What... Evangelist, uh, that th- there's a word that God gave you on that. And it was it's such a beautiful word. Could you share that prior to our giving? And right after he's done, we'll sow. But he shared this word with me, and it's so good. Oh my goodness. So, come on, Evangelist, talk to us, and then we'll give it, it, with that word.
1: Amen. Um Getting right into it, for, so not for a long time, but don't think about time anyway in this moment. Think about what you we just heard about uh, how we can receive, how we receive the Word of God. It has everything to do with our giving, but God doesn't leave us um, in a place where we, we can't understand even beyond just the, that word giving. God gave with his son with an intended purpose. Everything God does, <inaudible> is with an intended purpose. God never left we just dis- we, we discovered through the Alpha and Omega God never left the beginning. And I have to start it out that way with God's intended purpose when uh even Elder Allison's message or, or her case study, on eating from every tree has to do with God's intended purpose. In the beginning, God never, God, excuse me, decided that man was going to have plenty in the garden. He was going to have more than enough. There wouldn't, be, there wouldn't be one person born after Adam and Eve that couldn't eat from the plenty. He was El Shaddai. In the midst of the garden. He was the God of more than enough. His character, his name was represented there in the garden when he supplied man and woman and every everyone that would be born of a man and woman more than enough. He's el Shaddai. There were there were trees beyond beyond man's wildest imagination that he could eat from because God wanted to make sure that God the God who is the God of more than enough was supplying he's and we and and there's a, a dual meaning to that name as apostle alluded to in his message he's all sufficient he's he's enough he is enough but he makes himself he makes himself known in as as he gives in abundance. Jesus said that I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. So it leads it led me when I was thinking on on this it, it, and and the message of, of of giving. I I began to study out Second Corinthians nine and six uh, nine and six through eight and it just says this it says. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. God wanted us to have his intended purpose in mind in our giving. If his intended purpose was that no man would lack no man would be without he's saying to give bountifully why that word bountifully in the Greek is the word eulogia eulogia it got it, it, eulogia it 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 actually it, it is where we get our word eulogy now what is a eulogy when someone's given a eulogy it, 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 the, the, um, let me before I go into that it says, the definition means fine speaking this is the definition fine speaking that is elegance of language commendation the word commendation means praise so god's intended purpose from the beginning was to say that i'm i'm putting a bounty a a more than enough in the garden for man because man is my praise. Wow. You and I, we were God's praise from the beginning. Jesus. He flooded that garden with bountiful blessings, bountiful sustenance, more than enough. Because he's saying, you're my eulogy, my praise. I'm all, every time you have more than enough, every time you are are not lacking anything, I'm professing you as my praise. Hallelujah. So he says, that's why he says, that's why he says that he, he, uh, he says, but those who uh, don't sow sparingly, but bountifully because you he's saying you have to know my mind you have to come into agreement with where i am about giving it's not just to give it's not just a command but there's an intended purpose because it goes back to what it was in the beginning that no one would lack mm-hmm. so 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 when we so when we see that he goes on to say, every man according as he purpos- purposes in his heart. Now we know that, that our head who, who always wants to, to influence that giving. Why? Because he's always seeing. I, I And if I can really quickly say this, Jesus is our head. We are his body. And if I get a pain in my foot, the first place that my, my the pain is going to go is to my head. Mm-hmm. Going to speak to my head, and then the head tells the rest of the body to support where the pain is. The, the, the head tells the body where the blood needs to flow. The head tells the rest of the body that it has to take up for where that where that pain is. So when there's someone lacking, the head wants to communicate. This is why it says, let any man, every man give uh, as he purposeth in his heart, because the head wants to communicate to the rest of the body that there's a need for Elder Donna. There's a yeah. need for Apostle Todd. There's a need for, for for the for the saints for the people of God there's a need because he's always hallelujah. in the beginning with his intended purpose where there was no lack hallelujah Jesus glory be he says, every man has a purpose in his heart, so let him give not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loveth a cheerful giver, one who's prompt to do anything for God, having God's mind about why we give. We give because his, his intended purpose was for no one to be without. That is not God. That is the enemy, that is the wicked one. That is the fall of man and the mind of man that's fallen, that hoards up, takes into himself. Look at what they did in the book of Acts. They came into this mindset where everyone gave all they had so that all could be dispersed equally, that no one would lack. They were in the intended purpose, the goodness, the mind of God. And the last verse, it says this, if we do this, he says, and God is able to make all grace. Verse 8, God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always, always, when you give like this, you always having all sufficiency in all things. God, God puts into practice the two-coat principle where he says, if you have two coats, give your brother, give your sister, give whoever has none one. So now God is saying, I'm going to make sure that you always have. You're in the sufficiency of the sufficient one. That you may continue to abound to every good work. Why? Because what you're doing is every time you're giving bountifully, You're declaring that person and that person and that other person is is God's praise. You're declaring a eulogy over them. You're declaring what God declares over them. You're seeing them the way that God saw them from the beginning and still sees them now. So we don't just give that's how, why God gave his son. What was he doing with his son? He was he was healing, he was prospering, he was delivering from demons. Why? Because God was declaring over each of us when he gave Jesus our, the praise that we were to Him, the way that it was intended from the beginning. There was no sickness in the beginning. There were no demon possessed souls. There was no one without. Jesus came back as God gave His Son.
0: Hallelujah! Hallelujah!
1: He was doing the very thing that He was had declared from the beginning. These are my. This is my praise. You are his praise. You are the praise of God. You are his song. You are the the delight of God. And so when you give, give bountifully with the understanding that this was his intended purpose. Glory be to God.
0: Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Awesome. Awesome. Truly awesome. Add that. Add what you just heard. I mean, really add it into you to, to the place of your faith and your giving. Because it, it really, it connects to everything. He said he's able to make all grace. When I heard that, I heard all influence. Amen. The influence. God's influencing our hearts and minds to agree with his word. All grace is able to abound. And you know it's not coming to us without being in agreement with his word, but there it is again, it stems in there with our giving. Bountiful givers, those that are expressing a eulogy of praise. I'm praising him because every time I give, the ax is laid at the root from me and oh. the goodness of God is fully available. I'm praising him for that. I'm, my, my giving has changed. Even when I'm giving to someone else, I'm still, I do it unto the Lord. Why? Because when I do it unto the Lord, I don't lose the reward of why I'm doing it. I'm doing it unto Him. It's all His anyway, so I just do it unto Him, and that's for the same benefit. Keep the axe at the root. All grace, let it abound. Your divine influence upon my heart or my mind, and then I'll. Receive the reflection on my life.
1: Uh, Yes, God.
0: To you be glory and honor, Jesus. Today, I'm asking uh, for those that will to sow a seed, uh, a special need seed for one of our own. It's a special needs. Every so often, there'll be a need to come up and the Lord will just prompt me to take up a special need offering. It's just like an offering of benevolence. But if you're going to give to that, it's for... Uh, 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 it's for well, like I said, one of our own. They don't know that I'm taking up an offering for them but the Lord laid it on my heart. And so, a special need seed. If you're going to sow uh, today, you can. You know, you can give your tithe. You can. You can give the first fruit as the Lord has instructed, or you can give so into the word that you heard. Uh, what have you? But also today, for those of you that can, uh, sow a special need seed. And it's going to encourage someone. I already saw whatever it is that comes in it's going to just be an encouragement to this person. And so, um, if you would sow a special need seed and um, and give as God has purposed in your heart, truly give as the Lord has purposed. You know, Amen. just 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 kind of direct where your seed is going. If it's into for your tithe market, tithe this first fruit market of first fruit. Leave a notation for Elder Allison, so she knows how to distribute. If it's a a seed to the word, mark it down. If it's a special need seed, then mark that as well. The Lord bless you guys. And please, please, please take the time to worship. Take the time to, 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 to communicate with some of the things that you heard today. And watch how God makes all grace abound toward you. And it's real, I'm telling you right now, it's so real. Principles of giving, or uh, the spiritual side of things, is it's astounding to me. It's unbelievable. Yes. Amen. It is. Amen. You know what to do. Cash app. You can dollar sign true gospel Men's. If it's a Zell that you're going to send, it's true gospel mins at aol.com is the email address you send it to. And our announcements are pretty much the same. We sent out um, the baptism instructions.